2: Here's something to remember. No matter how modest a home may be, no matter how simple the furnishings, a lot can be done for the looks of every room with Johnson's Paste Wax. That's right, you can give your floors the rich, warm glow that only a true wax imparts. You can add a shining luster to all your furniture that will make even the most inexpensive piece look beautiful. You can give all the wood surfaces in your home a gloss that picks up and enhances the colors of your drapes and walls. And then there's this to remember. The same shining coat of wax that makes your furniture and floors look rich and well-cared for makes them easy to keep clean. Dust and dirt won't cling to a surface glowing with Johnson's wax. An occasional dusting with a dry cloth is all that's needed to keep waxed surfaces shining brightly. Yes, any woman who takes pride in keeping her home attractive will tell you there's no finer wax than Johnson's Paste Wax to bring out the beauty of the home.
1: Look on the bright
3: side, shine up the right side Bring out the beauty of the
1: hall.
2: Here's a pleasant little domestic scene A cold winter day A roaring fire in the fireplace at 79 Wistful Vista The morning paper neatly divided into two sections And Mr. McGee looking at both of them <laughs> While Mrs. McGee looks at him as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. A
4: pew? A pew? A pew?
5: McGee. Huh? For goodness sakes, are you still worrying about that old pewter teapot? Huh?
4: What old pewter teapot?
5: <laughs> of Mrs. Williams's that you made a table lamp out of?
4: Oh, no, my gosh, I forgot all about that last week.
5: Well, then why are you sitting there saying a pew, a pew, a pew? Oh,
4: I was looking over the plans in the paper here, the new church they're building. It says, a pew, a pew, a pew, and a window. (laughs) A pew, a pew, a pew, and a door. And all like that there.
5: Oh, yes. I saw the pictures of it. It looks wonderful. Yeah? Incidentally, speaking of old things, I cleaned a lot of trash out of the attic this morning and put it on the back porch for the junk man. Oh? If he happens to come by while I'm not here, be sure to Uh, give it to uh, him. Out of the attic?
4: Oh, now, look, kiddo. I hope you didn't throw out anything good of mine from out of up there. My gosh, I got a lot of valuable stuff stored away up there.
5: Well, you needn't worry. All I brought downstairs today was a lot of junk. Oh? An old dressmaking form Aunt Sarah gave me in 1925, when skirts were just below the knee and the waistlines were just above them. (laughs) (laughs) A little old sled with one runner bent and all the paint scraped off.
4: Sled? Oh, Molly, you're not giving my old sled to the junk man. My little old snowbuster that I got from... Well, my my
5: goodness, I didn't dream you still wanted that thing, McGee. It's all broken anyhow. It can
4: be fixed. My old snowbuster. I'll get it right now, before that junk man
5: hauls it off. Okay, dearie. Ah, there goes a good kid. <laughs> and such a big kid, too. What he's going to do with a sled that he must have gotten about the third grade, a sled that we were married ten years before I could get him to take it out from under his bed and put it in the attic, I'll never know. <laughs> But he'll rush back in here in a minute with a happy smile on his chubby little cheek, shouting, Ah, my old sled, and I'll just... Ah,
4: my old sled. Just look at it, Molly. Uh-huh. My little old snowbuster. Look how that baby glides across the floor.
5: Heavenly day, sideways. Oh,
4: no. The runners are been a little sure, but they're solid as a rock. <laughs> they don't build sleds like this baby anymore, baby.
5: No, they've learned a lot since that one was built, all right.
4: Boy, oh, boy, what memories this thing brings back. The fun I had on it. Yeah. <laughs> Why, every bone I ever broke in my life was broke on this old sled.
5: <laughs> I remember one day I was... so Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Old-timer. Come in.
4: Oh, hi, Old-timer. Hello there, kids. <laughs> hey, what you doing
0: with that beat-up coaster, Johnny? You been raiding the city dump again?
4: <laughs> no, this is my old snowbuster, Old-timer. had it since I was a kid. I've kept it put away long enough. Now I'm going to fix it up now and give it to some other deserving little kid now.
0: Johnny... I've knowed a lot of kids. I've knowed kids that deserve a licking and kids that deserved a kicking. But I've never knowed a kid that deserved a thing like that.
4: <laughs> now, what do you mean? There's nothing wrong with this sled that I can't fix. Look at that baby, solid as a rock. Or will be when I get it fixed.
5: He's very sentimental about his sled, Mr. Oldtimer. I bet you had a sled when you were a kid too, huh?
0: Oh, I sure did, daughter. <laughs> had me a dandy. Ever tell you about my nephew, the double-jointed bomber pilot?
4: What's a double-jointed bomber pilot got to do with your boyhood sled? Just reminded
0: me of it, that's all, Johnny.
4: Huh?
0: It was a flexible flyer, too. (laughs) Yes, sir, kids. I was a great one for winter sports. Bob sledding, ice boating, skiing, post office.
5: Post office? We were talking about winter
0: sports. Carter, the way I played it, it's a year-round game.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir.
0: Ice boating. (laughs) Just a little demonstration smacker. was all ice boating, bobsledding, snowballing, hooky. Hockey. Had to play hooky to get time to play hockey, (laughs) Johnny. But my favorite sport was dog sledding up in Alaska. Entered every dog sled race they ever had up there. Never won any,
4: but it was a peck of fun. Why didn't you ever win?
0: I don't know, Johnny. Always used to pull into town two or three days after the other fellas... Gasping for breath, moccasins wore out, and them eight dogs sitting there on the sled, yammering away, fit to bust.
5: But the dogs were supposed to pull you.
0: Well, I'll be doggone. I thought that was an awful long harness for one man.
4: So the other guy's got the prize money, and you just got the sourdough, eh?
0: <laughs> sourdough? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good, Johnny. But I heard it with a slight political twist. Yeah. The slight political twist I heard it with, one feller says to tell the feller,
1: says...
0: He says... I see where Mr. Truman is building a new porch onto the White House. Yep, says tell the it's great to have a place where you can sit on warm summer nights and watch the moon and prices come
1: up. <laughs> well, see you later, kid. on.
2: Billy Mills in the orchestra and all dressed up with a broken heart.
4: See how this runner is straightening out, Molly? Some kid is going to be awful lucky to get this old sled of mine.
5: I don't know why you call it lucky. You've broken your arm, your leg, three ribs, and your clavicle on it.
4: <laughs> yeah. I cracked my glockenspiel on it, too.
5: Heavenly days, where is your glockenspiel?
4: I don't know. My folks gave it away right after that. <laughs> Said I didn't deserve to have a glockenspiel.
5: Said you didn't deserve... Well, what is it? A
4: glockenspiel? Oh, it's a kind of a xylophone sort of thing. Yeah, I was taking lessons on it and was coasting home from my teacher's house when one sled runner hit a bare manhole cover, spun me around, threw the glockenspiel through a bakery window right into the apple strudel.
5: Come in. Oh, it's Mr. Williams, the weatherman, McGee.
4: Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee. Hi, Foggy. Come in out of the weather, man.
6: (laughs) Thank you. I hope you don't think I'm being conceited if I say that this is a beautiful day.
5: Oh, not at all, Mr. Williams, not at all It is a lovely day
4: You betcha, crisp cold air, snow crunching underfoot Sharp wind biting you on the neck Icicles ready to drop off the roof and stab you through the derby Limbs covered with snow up to your hips Ah, what a day to stay inside out of (laughs) I take it you are not an admirer of winter weather, McGee
5: Oh, he used to be, Mr. Williams You should see him do a triple somersault on ice skates
4: me? A triple somersault on ice skates? When did I do that, then?
5: Don't you remember the time you tripped over the route on Sheehan's Pond the very first time you went ice skating?
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they rushed me to the doctor and X-rayed my head. Thought maybe I had a conclusion.
6: Uh, concussion, McGee. Huh? A conclusion is a finish.
5: That's what they thought he had, All right. <laughs> You, Mr. Williams. Are you one to frolic in the snow?
6: Frankly, (laughs) no. No. I'm a warm weather sportsman. Swimming, sailing, fishing, and all that. Particularly deep sea fishing. I caught a 210-pound tuna off the coast of Mexico one summer. My gosh, a 210-pound
5: tuna. I didn't know they came that big.
6: Uh, This was a piano tuna. (laughs) He, uh, he had fallen off a Matson liner. Oh, Every time he comes through town, he tunes my piano. Another time in
4: Louisiana. Hey, that's on... one place I always wanted to go, Foggy. Down to New Orleans to a Mardi Gras. You ever been to a Mardi Gras? You ever been to a Mardi Gras?
5: It's Gras, McGee. Huh? Mardi Gras.
4: Gras?
5: Didn't you learn that in high school, or didn't you study French?
4: Oh, well, I studied it, but I didn't pa. <laughs> Louisiana, Foggy. Well, I was
6: driving slowly through the city admiring the courteous traffic signs.
5: Courteous traffic signs?
6: Yes, like One Way, If You Please, Street. Oh. <laughs> and uh, No You All Turn. Oh. <laughs> when suddenly, nothing happened. It was perhaps the quietest trip I have ever taken.
4: Well, that's very interesting in a negative kind of way, Foggy. Oh, hey, I'm fixing up an old sled of mine. Is there going to be any more snow this week?
6: Well, our charts at the office indicate a cold front with alto cumulus clouds advancing on a 40-mile line, McGee. Huh? With a low-pressure area to the south, that would imply an indicated precipitation of an intermittent character. What? However... Should the air masses recede in variable directions, there is no doubt that both wind and temperatures will be affected, although to what extent it is impossible to tell within several degrees. Mm. And the dispersion of moisture will depend largely on subsequent barometric pressures.
4: Oh,
5: that. What on earth does that mean?
4: That means, Molly, it's going to clear up cloud and give us a dry drizzle.
6: <laughs> yes. <laughs> well... Good day, probably.
4: So long, foggy. Ah,
5: oh, my being a weatherman must be interesting work.
4: Yeah, but I'd hate to be in his shoes right now. Why? Too small. I wear a nine and a half, and he wears an eight. <laughs> well, I got to finish hammering out this bent runner. Oh, I had a little tortoise, but he isn't here no more. He saw the frames for my new glasses and recognized his cousin Joe. <laughs> Go with the monkey and the coconuts. Hiya, Molly. Hello, pal. Hello,
5: Mr. Wilcox.
4: Hi, Omaha. You're just in time to give me a hand. Grab that pair of pliers, will you? Sure, sure. What'll I do with them? <laughs> just hold them. Every time I sit down, i and been sitting on them. <laughs> now, let me see. This runner looks okay.
5: He's fixing up an old sweater, <laughs> his Mr. Wilcox.
2: Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was an orange crate that had been
4: hit by a beer truck. This is my old sled that I've had since I was in the third grade, Junior. I've kept it all these years. Why?
5: A good question. What do you mean,
4: why? Why does anybody keep anything that has given them as much pleasure as this thing has given to me out of?
5: That sled has tender memories for him, Mr. Wilcox.
2: Well, I'm happy to know that he's capable of such sentiment, because that's the sort of emotion that keeps me in business. What do you mean, Junior?
5: Oh, McGee, now for goodness sake. Oh, I, you I, I didn't. Why
2: I'm glad you asked me that yeah, now. Yes, you are. What, <laughs> what, what I meant was that everybody who loves and cherishes his nice things wants to keep them looking their best Oof. and wants to protect them against the dust and dirt and dampness and the ravages of time.
5: Well, we're in this thing now, dearie. We might as well go along with it. Help him out. What's the best thing to protect things with, Mr. Wilcox?
2: Johnson's wax. No kidding. What does it do, Junior? Johnson's <laughs> wax? Yeah. Why, it protects and seals the surface, so the dust and dirt can't cling to it. Seals the pores of wood and leather.
5: Say, how is it on lampshades and luggage and floors and furniture and woodwork and enameled surfaces and windowsills?
4: Oh, it's wonderful. It, Don't junior. you think that Johnson's wax gives that gleam of hospitality, that sparkling welcome to a well kept home that is the pride of all good housekeepers,
2: Junior? Oh, I do indeed. Why personally,
5: if you, you... now the knowledge that it preserves while it protects. That's very important, it seems to me, and when it's so simple to guard find things with Johnson's wax, uh,
4: like... Yeah, but what that got to and do with... And besides... <laughs> and besides, Junior, I always say that Johnson's wax is... Look, look, like... look, look, waxy. Huh?
2: <laughs> oh, that's me, isn't it? Why, <laughs> I guess I'm kind of feel confused. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, kind of fused. Yes, sir. We were all selling
4: wax there for a while, weren't we? Mm. Anytime we don't, Waxy, we'll get three pink slips in the mail that Molly never ordered from the Ah, <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, Mr. Wilcox, are you and McGee going to bowl tonight?
2: Oh, hey, that's what I stopped in to tell you, pal. I can't bowl tonight. Why not? Uh, well... <laughs> My aunt and uncle are visiting us, and she's using my bowling ball. To
5: bowl
2: with? Oh, no, she slips it into my uncle's socks so she can darn them.
5: What?
1: What?
2: That's my uncle, Bigfoot Wilcox.
1: See you later. So long.
5: Mr. Wilcox has the strangest relatives. Yeah, there.
4: ancestors, too. He ever tell you about Big Windy Wilcox, the glass blower who lived back in 1772 or 3? No. Well, it seems that Big Windy was blowing a few wine bottles for a friend when he suddenly got the hiccups and his blown.
5: Come in. Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. Nice to see you.
4: Hello, my dear. And how are you, squirrel muzzle? <laughs> splendid, splendid tonsil robber. Probably due to the fact that I've not availed myself of your services for some time. Don't I look well? If you want my professional
7: opinion, fiddle hip. they dug up the skeleton of a prehistoric man in New Mexico a few weeks ago, and frankly, he looks better than you do.
5: (laughs) Well, they say that New Mexican climate is very helpful.
4: There are times, Plasma Boy, when I... What are you staring at? That thing that looks like a sled. What is it?
5: It's a sled.
4: That's my old sled that I got for my birthday when I was in the third grade, Doc. I'm fixing it up. Some kid can get a lot of use out of that sled.
7: Some kid has had a lot of use out of it. (laughs) You must have been a destructive little monster, McGee. That thing looks like you'd used it to go aquaplaning over 12 miles of stump land. (laughs) Or were you smuggling hot tombstones across the border?
5: It is a little battered, Doctor, but he's fixing it up all right, he says.
4: Oh, my gosh, it's the sentiment of the thing with me, gee whiz. It's the sentiment. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned, but... Oh, no, no. You're not old-fashioned, McGee. You're as up-to-date a lad as I ever met.
5: Is he really, Doctor?
4: Yes, indeed. In fact, he has the only vacuum-packed head in town that I know of.
1: (laughs) You
5: hear that, Molly?
1: Yeah.
4: You're not just saying that, Doc, because you admire me. No, I'm not. I merely... no doubt. Someday I'm
7: going to Lapland, rent a reindeer, ride it 600 miles into Siberia, and see if they can
4: catch me with a telephone. As the guy says when he finally got out of bankruptcy, look, the receiver's off the hook. <laughs> Take it, Pat. Thanks. Hello, Gamble speaking.
7: Who? Oh, yes, Mrs. Clatterhatch.
5: Oh, her again.
7: Was that Mrs. Clatterhatch? Your husband got bit by a worm? Well, I don't think that's very serious. I beg your Pardon? Oh, well, in that case, I'll come right over, Mrs. Clatterhatch, right away.
4: What's so serious about getting bit by a worm?
7: She said it was five feet long and had a rattle in the end of its tail. I'll see you later.
2: (laughs) The King's Men and Manana. The faucet, she
3: is dripping and the fence is falling down. My pocket needs some money so I can't go into town. My brother isn't working and my sister doesn't care. The car, she needs a motor, so I can't go anywhere. Mañana, 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 he's good enough for me. Now, my mother, she is working, she's working very hard. But every time she looks for me, I'm sleeping in the yard. My mother thinks I'm lazy, maybe she is right. I'll go to work mañana, but I'm gonna sleep tonight. Mañana! Manana, manana, manana is good enough for me. Once I had some money, but I gave it to a friend. He said he'd pay me double, it was only just a lend. He said a little later that the horse, she was too slow. Why he gave the horse my money is something I don't know. Manana, 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 manana is good enough for me. Mañana, 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 is good enough for me. The window, she is broken and the rain is coming in. If someone does not fix it, I'll be soaking to my skin. But if we wait a day or two, the rain may go away. And we don't need a window on such a sunny day. Mañana, 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 I will do something, baby.
1: Manana.
4: Manana. get a load of my little old snowbuster now molly boy oh boy oh boy as soon as that enamel dries it'll be as good as new
5: certainly looks flashy all
4: right i'll say it's flashy this is the sled that i won the fourth grade race down kickapoo hill against the whole fourth grade with this sled when i was in the fourth grade <laughs> <laughs> It is? Yep. They claimed later that it wasn't fair, though. They claimed the reason I went faster was because I was 30 pounds heavier than any other kids in the race. Oh? Well, naturally I was heavier. Because there wasn't a kid in the whole fourth grade that was anywhere near as old as I was. Naturally, I... Ah,
5: that's my boy. Always years ahead of everybody.
4: See, sure. <laughs> whiz, the memories this old sled brings back. What recollections. Just looking at it gives me that old neuralgia feeling.
5: Oh, you don't mean neuralgia, sweetheart. You mean nostalgia.
4: Nostalgia? Sure. <laughs> Why would the sled remind me of flowers? <laughs> Although I do remember that bed of orange-colored nostalgias we had behind no. the house.
5: Uh, <laughs> McGee, no, those were nasturtiums.
4: Oh, now, Molly, please, anybody knows a nasturtium is a dirty crack.
5: What?
4: I do. Doc Gamble is always casting nasturtiums at my bowling, and no. i No.
5: <laughs> McGee, those are aspersions.
4: Aspersions? You sure? Positive. Well, then what in the first place did I say wrong?
5: You said the sled gave you a neuralgic feeling. Neuralgia is a headache.
4: You said it. Headaches, backaches, busted ribs, fractures. <laughs> ah, but I loved every one of them. Like the time I got lost with this baby in that thicket at the edge of town. Remember that?
5: No. No, I don't remember that.
4: I never told you about the time I was coasting downhill through that little thin thicket? No. Well, sir, there were two thickets out there. A little thin thicket that we used to hunt in and a big thick thicket that was so full of thorns and things it made you thick just thinking about it. Well, sir, I coasted downhill on my sled thinking I was headed for the thin thicket when all at once I hit the thick thicket with a (laughs) thud. The thicket was not only thick with long, thin thorns, but every stick was thick with ticks. <laughs> and the thinnest part of the thick thicket was thicker than the thick part of the thin thicket, so naturally when I hit the thick
5: thick all the dear. <laughs> Come in. Oh, hi, Wim. Hello, Mr. Wimple.
8: Hello, folks. <laughs> My goodness. It's cold outside. Yeah. I had to walk backwards all the way over here.
7: Walk backwards? Why?
8: Well, I was breathing so hard, and my breath froze so fast that if I walked frontwards, I kept snowing in my own face.
5: What happened if you stood still?
8: I fogged my glasses. (laughs) I like to be outdoors in this kind of weather, though, really.
4: Yeah, it's good.
8: Any kind of weather, in fact. It it gets me away from her. You mean? Yes. Sweetie Face, my big old wife. I really had a wonderful weekend last weekend, though. You know, I got the cleverest idea.
4: Yeah, what'd you do, Wimp?
8: (laughs) I got up real early one morning, and I painted little bitty red spots on all our mirrors.
5: What was that for?
8: Well, for three whole days, Sweetie Face thought she had chicken pox. (laughs) Till old Dr. Gamble had to go and spoil everything.
4: (laughs) My gosh, that wife of yours really makes your life miserable, doesn't she? Oh.
8: I wouldn't say that, Mr. McGee.
5: You wouldn't, Mr. Wimple?
8: Gracious, no. I'd be afraid to.
5: <laughs>
8: I, she'd simply... Oh, what a pretty little sled.
4: You like it, Wimp? This is my little old snowbuster. Had it since the third grade. Me and this sled have been through a
5: lot together. Yes, through a bakery window and a thick thicket, to name a couple.
8: <laughs> well, I just stopped in to tell you about a little surprise... You should have
4: seen me when I first got this sled, Wimp. I used to grab it up, clutch it against me like this, and start running real fast.
8: Why wasn't it yours?
1: <laughs>
4: Certainly it was mine. I used to start clearing the kitchen, see, and run through the dining room, through the living room, through the front hall, out the door and launch myself with this baby onto the front sidewalk. <laughs> First winter, I got the mailman three times and the milkman once.
5: <laughs> they used to call him Lightning McGee because nobody knew where he'd hit next.
8: <laughs> my, isn't childhood horrible?
4: I just wanted to tell you about a little surprise that I've boy, got. For boy, oh boy, this old snowbuster feels good in my hands, you know it. It's been a long time since I did a flopper on this baby, but I still got the old technique.
5: Yes, but do your muscles know it, dearie? Open the front door, Wimp. Let me show you what I mean.
4: Yes, but
8: well, all right, Mr. McGee. But I'd like to tell you about my surprise. I'll
4: be with you in a second, Wimp. I'm going to start in the dining room, pick up speed through the living room, and launch myself off the front porch like a rocket.
5: Well, now, McGee, you're not as young as you were, you know. After all. Uh, now, don't
4: worry, kiddo. Just stand well back. I'll go down that front sidewalk like a bullet. But, Mr. McGee, I've got a surprise. Later, Wimp, later. I couldn't turn off this enthusiasm now if I wanted to. Here I go. Oh,
8: dear. Be careful, McGee. I wanted to tell you my surprise. Yippee! That I cleaned all the snow off your sidewalk for him.
1: What? Well, I
8: guess it was a surprise after all, wasn't
2: oh. it? <laughs> and Molly return in just a moment. For most of us, these winter days bring too little sunshine. But next to sunshine, there's nothing like Johnson's self-polishing glow coat on your linoleum to give your whole kitchen a warm, inviting glow. And that's even truer of the new glow coat, because the new glow coat shine is nearly twice as bright as before. It really brings out all the beauty and color of your floors. Johnson's self-polishing glow coat is easy to use, too, as so many women know. There's no rubbing or buffing. You simply apply and let dry. Now, what could be easier than that? And what could be easier than keeping your floors spotlessly clean by merely going over them lightly with a damp cloth? That's all you need to do to wipe away dust, dirt, and spill things from a surface waxed with Johnson's Glow Coat. Try this easy method, Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, to glamorize, to protect, and to bring out the beauty of your home.
3: Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to take a moment to congratulate the more than 2 million members of the Boy Scouts of America on their 38th anniversary this week. This is the organization which builds good citizens, and there will never be too many of them.
5: After all, a daily good turn for 38 years multiplied by 2 million adds up to a lot of kindness and decency, and the world can use it. Good night. Good night, all.
2: The makers of Johnson's Wax Products, Racine, Wisconsin, bring you Fiddle McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Good night.
3: This is
7: NBC, the national broadcasting company.